Hello, and welcome to a special episode on the Total Space Network. Today we are answering questions about the Hope Probe. We got these questions all the way from an English-speaking school in Dubai, United Arab Emirates. Thanks to the teacher Mrs. Murta and the Chess Primary Year 2. We wanted to have as many hosts as possible to answer the questions and we also have two new team members here. Unfortunately, another space nut couldn't make it today. Hello boys and girls, I am delighted to tell you that right now the Total Space team is answering your questions and compiling a video. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be in it, I'm just a little bit under the weather, but that should be over with you guys very soon. Looking forward to it. My name is Mikko, I'm the host of Deep Dive Fridays, and joining me today are... I'm Rich LB, co-host of Becoming Multiplanetary, Ryan. And I'm Ryan from the Space Update, bringing you all the latest news. And you got to say out. This is Static File Girl. Uh, hey there, I'm Joey, the Astro Roadie, and I'm excited to announce that I'm joining the Total Space Network team. And uh, not only that, I'm going to be hosting a new show for us, STEM Study Segment. Thanks, guys. Without further ado, let's get started with the questions. And I'm going to take the first one, which is... What will happen to Hope Probe after two years? Will it return to Earth? And as with almost all probes, the team is very likely to continue the operation after two years. I mean, if you have gotten a probe to Mars, you just don't stop using it. It's usually going to get a lot of lot more information even after 10 years. So yeah, I think it's going to orbit Mars for 10 years as long as it works and it doesn't have the propellant to fly back to Earth. Alright, so second question is for Edel. Why did it take so long for Hope Probe to reach Mars? So the Hope Probe took seven months to reach and orbit Mars and going to Mars would take about six to eight months because we need both Earth and Mars to be to be close to each other. And take note that Earth and Mars orbits are not perfect circles. So Mars mission must launch when the Earth and Mars are in optimum in optimum alignment. So that's why Hope um, Hope probe took a long time to reach Mars. And so is the other probes. Thanks. And the third question is, why did it take six years to build Hope Probe? Will you take that, Ryan? Yeah, sure, Nico. Um reason it took so long to uh, build the, the probe, you've got to think, you've got to plan before you make anything, uh, as you do with anything, then you've got to design it, test that design works and everything, then go backwards and forwards until you get a solid plan and everything, then you've got to build it and get all the materials together and everything, and obviously that doesn't take months or hours, it takes, it takes years sometimes with these things, um, and with this one it took up to six years, and just bouncing back to Edel's previous question, traveling to Mars, you've also got to wait for that perfect timing as well. So that took up some of the time of the, the build time as well, because although they maybe built it within five years, they had to wait for the perfect time to launch, um, which might have took up a few months as well. So you've got to plan, design, build, make sure it all works before you t send it out there all the way to Mars. And obviously that takes years. And you see the likes of some of the, some other things like the NASA's rocket and various other things taking 20 to 25 years so a long process 
Yeah, absolutely. And actually, the UAE Space Agency was founded in 2014. So right before they started do planning the probe. Uh, so for the fourth question, is it possible for the whole probe to crash into another spacecraft? And Joey, would you take that? Sure, absolutely. That's a that's a great question. Um, short answer is is yes, but there's not a lot around Mars for it to crash into. Um, you know, if you think about how much we have in orbit around Earth, uh, there's a lot of stuff up there. But around Mars, we only have a few things in orbit, so there's a lot of space, a lot of elbow room for things to move around, and they can they can dodge each other pretty easily. And the fifth question is for Edel: How big is the whole probe? How big is it compared to a person? How big is the whole probe? Well, hope is similar in size and weight of a small car. So whole probe is in cuboid, in cubit, in cuboid shape, like a square, and it weighs around 1.5 tons during its launch. So it's you know just imagine a probe as small as a car. That's how it looks like. Yeah, and when the solar panels are extended, it's going to be much bigger. But yeah. So the sixth question is, how many spacecrafts have been built before Hope Probe? And I can take this one. Well, there's been thousands of spacecraft built, and currently there are about 2,800 satellites orbiting Earth, and in total there has been almost 9,000 satellites. And if we take a closer look to Mars, there has been a total of 49 missions to Mars. And actually, the seventh question, how many spacecrafts have been invented? I think the answer is pretty much the same, but less. So different kind of spacecraft, a few thousand, a lot. Yeah. There's a few, a few copies up there. Yeah. For example, the over 1,000 Starlink satellites. Yeah, And the eighth question is for Rich. Does Hope Probe pick up information at night time or does it only work in the day? So the Hope Probe uh, has solar panels, which will obviously pick up sunlight during its uh, daytime pass on Mars. But even at nighttime, it has its own uh, power source. Obviously, if even if it's at night, it still needs to generate energy so, so, or have energy. So it stores this energy. So even at night time, it can still tick away. And it doesn't matter too much if it can't really see anything because it's on the nighttime side of Mars. Because it also has another... Well, out of the three instruments it has, two of them deal with areas of light which are outside what we see, which is infrared and ultraviolet. And it can be quite dark and you can still see these frequencies. So in answer, it does work at night as well. And the ninth question, is it possible for Hope Probe to crash? Um, really impossible, since Mars' orbit is almost empty, just like what Joey said earlier. So there's a very small chance for it to crash. And once the orbiter is inserted into the Mars orbit, Mars' gravity will tug on the orbiter, making it really impossible to fall or crash. Question number 10. How do they know that the Hope Probe will be in orbit for two years? 
Yeah, uh, orbits are very easy to predict with uh, all the compute simulations and everything. If nothing happens to the probe, it'll just orbit around Mars for a very long time, really. Uh, to change orbit, an orbit change maneuver is required. Question number 11. What technology does Hope Probe use? And I can answer that one. To control the spacecraft, there are star trackers, which take a look at the stars so that the spacecraft knows its position. Then there's reaction control system to do some kind of, uh, any kind of maneuvers to move around. But for the science, there's three scientific instruments. And the Hope probe is mainly designed to be kind of a weather satellite for Mars. And I did a deep dive episode about Hope probe. And I spoke more about the instruments there, but the instruments are... Emirates Exploration Imager, which is a multiband camera. Emirates Mars Infrared Spectrometer, which examines temperature profiles, ice, water vapor and dust in the atmosphere. And the third one is Emirates Mars Ultraviolet Spectrometer, which measures global characteristics and variability of the thermosphere and hydrogen and oxygen coronae. And then question number 12. Why does it take 55 hours for Hope Probe to go around Mars once? Will you take that one, Ryan? Yeah, sure. So when you think of satellites that orbit around Earth, for example, they're usually in almost a perfect circle going around the Earth, whereas the Hope Probe around Mars, it's not going in a perfect circle. It's going in what you call a highly elliptical orbit, so almost like an egg shape or an oval shape, if you like. So it'll swoop in really, really close to the uh, atmosphere of Mars. Then once it gets around the other side of Mars, it'll just swoop far out until you what calls like the apogee at the very, very top. And then the gravity of Mars will just pull the whole probe back around in like an oval shape. And that's what takes the time. So it's not going in a perfect circle um, around uh, Mars, which would take a couple of, probably about half the time of that. Um, so it takes about 55 hours in that long elliptical orbit and that's what takes so long because it's not going in a perfect circle which would have been a lot quicker yeah and usually an elliptical orbit is well for weather observations that you can actually see the whole planet spin twice in one orbit so that's really good and question number 13 is it possible for hope probe to fall out of orbit and i can answer this one and it's theoretically possible within hundreds or thousands of years, but yeah, it's going to take a really long time. Basically, any spacecraft orbiting a planetary body will be falling towards the planet, but it has a so fast speed that it counteracts the, counteracts the gravity. And within those hundreds or thousands of years, atmosphere can slow the speed down and in these cases the spacecraft can, can eventually come down and burn in the atmosphere. Question number 14 is for Rich. How many pieces were used to make Hope Probe? So I had a look around for an answer to this question. I, I really did, guys. And I, whilst I couldn't find an exact answer, I did find some, some, uh, an interesting answer, actually, or at least a partial answer. Whilst we don't know how many pieces that make up the Mars Hope Orbiter, 
what we can say is that it's probably quite a few, but 66 of the parts that were manufactured for the Mars Hope Orbiter was manufactured right there with you guys in the UAE. Question number 15. What happens if another probe wants to go around Mars? And would you take that one, Joey? Yeah, you bet. You know, uh, like I was saying earlier, there's there's quite a bit of space around Mars. You know, there's lots of wiggle room. Um, so if, if we want to put another probe around Mars, uh, there'll be plenty of room. Uh, and, and uh, you know, everything will be able to get along just happy fine. And question number 16. Uh, will there be a Hope Probe 2? So what do you guys think? Will they make another Hope Probe? I think being that this, you know, this Hope mission has been very successful and I think the uh, the UAE Space Agency is definitely riding the high of that success and uh, I think a lot of minds there are going to be like, well, if we, you know, we do it in there, we can do it again. Uh, let's let's get more orbiters out there, you know, let's do more things. So I think I think that success is going to encourage them to go on to do more things. So I'd say the probability is quite high that there will be another orbiter. Yeah. Orbiter I, uh, and a probe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe even a uh, rover. And a yeah. rover, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree totally. I mean, another whole probe, it might not go to Mars, it could go to Venus or some other place, but I think UAE will definitely be a player in space in future. I, I agree 100%. You know, they... Uh... The United Arab Emirates did a really good job on this one, and uh, I think they're going to want to repeat their success, and uh, they will definitely be making more probes, uh, probably very similar to what Hope did. And the last question is, what materials were used to build the Hope probe? And Rich, will you take that one? So the materials to make the Hope probe, it's mostly made from aluminium. However, the faceplates and stuff are composites, which is a fancy way of saying a material made out of lots of other materials. So apart from that, it's mostly made from aluminium. Thanks for all the questions. This was a fun episode answering your questions and learning at the same time. I've been Mikko, the host of Deep Dive Fridays. I've been Rich LB, co-host of Becoming Multiplanetary. I've been Ryan from the Space Update. I'm Edel, or Static Fire Gal. I'm Joey Astro-Rodi, uh, host of STEM Study Segment. And if you would like to learn more about what we do, you can check out our website at totalspace.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at totalspace.net. And if you would like to support what we do, we have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash totalspace. And you can join a group of amazing patrons. Anthony Mann. Warhawk, Adrian Moisa, The Angry Astronaut, Howard Walker, Sammy Oscuro, What About It, Jisuan and Sebastian from To The Future, Gio Bagliari, Framrick, Susie R, and Marco Maguc. Thanks for supporting us, guys. And once again, thanks for watching, and have a great day. <laughs>